how are you guys? Um, I hope things are well with you. Usually when I do these stories videos, I don't like put myself in them. And um, I do that on purpose. I really believe that the stories that God's telling are way bigger than any individual. And, um, you know, my channel has has morphed a little bit. There's been some changes happening here. And I really feel it is a really significant thing for me to share the stories um, that God is telling through the lives of people. And so that's what I've been doing. And uh, we've been creating these stories. I don't have a timeline, so I can't say that I'm going to create one every single week because sometimes as a pastor, you guys know, I don't really have time sometimes. I can't get to it. I have some stories that I've got recorded, and I'm working on the editing part of that, and I just have to get to it when I can. Um, today's a special story, and uh, I'm going to get to that. But let me tell you a couple things that you can kind of expect from the Scott Harness podcast. We're probably going to bring back um, some of the conversations we used to have. That's probably going to come back. I'm in the middle of writing a book right now, and um, it is a book on marriage. And that's really consuming a lot of my time, and so I'm really trying to work on that. I feel like that's a contribution that I make. Um, I've got a bundle of years of experience, almost 30 years of experience working with married couples in church context. And so I'm writing that book. I am. My prayer is that that's going to be released Christmas-ish this year. And I think that that's doable. And I'm going to work really hard on that. But I'm also going to create these videos from time to time. I'm going to upload those. I know this is that point where everybody asks you to, to like and subscribe or whatever. But I just say you do that if that's what you want to do and you're convicted about it. And you're like, hey, man, I would want to make that work. When you do that, it does help get the content out there. But I don't really have aspirations uh, for this channel. Um, this is just an opportunity for me to log stories of people's lives and just to talk about what God's doing. And and uh, so I'm enjoying doing that. Let me say that this as well is that this story today is Tommy Norman's story. Tommy is the beloved police officer of America. In fact, he's the most loved police officer anywhere. Tommy Norman is a, a great friend and a great man. And uh, Tommy is probably one of the kindest, most compassionate, caring people that I know. He's just really that kind of guy. And uh, he's going to step in with us today. And you and I are going to get a chance to have a front row seat as he shares the very fresh reality of an incredible loss in his life. His daughter, Alyssa, um, passed away. It was a drug overdose. She struggled with addiction. And unfortunately, in, in a relapse, it took her life. You know, addiction has a lot of faces. And I'll tell you this much, as a pastor who loves this community and loves this city, it's a, it's a great problem that we face. And the pain is real. And one of the reasons why I wanted to share with you Tommy's story is because Tommy's such a loved person to see him go through what he's going through. I think it puts a face on addiction. I think it's important for us to realize that there's people out there, there's moms and dads that are just devastated by addiction uh, in their kids. There's kids out there devastated as their parents. Uh, have been affected by addiction. And it's a pain that that we all are going to have to face, and I think we 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 need to work towards how, what are the solutions? How do how do we how do we work better in the area of recovery? And so, I think that's part of it. But today, you're going to get a chance to hear a dad process the pain of the loss of a child. Nothing greater than that. No pain greater than that. And so, without any further ado, I want to share with you um, Tommy's story, and I want you to hear um, from his lips. Um, the message of this story, and I think it's going to be really powerful for you. So stick with it. My name is Tommy Norman, born and raised in North Little Rock, Arkansas. I've uh, been a police officer in the city for going on 24 years now, and just happy to be here, happy to be able to give back in any way that I can. You know, Tommy, one of the things that I've always loved about you, man, I've, I've followed you for a long time. I mean, <clears throat> um, is I've always loved how that, that you care about people, and, and it's, it, it, 
seem so often that it's people that other people might even overlook that they might marginalize people and you you make such a such a point of that where did that come from and where did that start uh my mom uh taught me at an early age the importance of giving back to i think individuals that society as you mentioned just forget about they walk right past them uh, not a handshake not a smile um not taking the time to get to know people's stories and forming their relationships. And my mom, I think one of the biggest things that she taught me and my siblings at a young age was get to know people that don't look like us, yeah. people that don't live in the same neighborhood we live in, people that don't have as maybe as much as we had. Um, that's what humanity is about. That's what being an advocate for life is about, is getting out there and trying to make other people's life more enjoyable by just being, simply just being nice. What's a, what's a story you can think of? Maybe a, maybe a particular person or a day or something that, that's in all of these adventures you've had with people and time and life you've spent with people. What are something that maybe stands out to you that you go, man, that was one of those days that was, it, it was, it was special or maybe it was tough, whatever it was. So it was in 2005. I was a seven-year police officer and a murder suspect. The police were looking for him. Uh, the story had been on the news. Uh, this all happened in Little Rock. And so this gentleman reached out to me, asked to meet with me um, at a gas station off of Interstate 30, and I pull up, get out of my car, and he confesses to a murder. Now, keep in mind, this is a murder that took place in a city that I don't work in. So I asked the guys who are taking him away, why did, you, why did you want to turn yourself into me? And he said that word on the street was that I could call you and surrender to you with dignity and respect. The moral of that story is, my reputation and the way I treated people all my life solved a murder. Wow. That's huge. You know, and I can see that too. One, one of the things that I think stands out because in, a, in, you know, in society, we want to put people in categories. And, and if you're a police officer, there's a category that we want to put a police officer in. If you're, if you're a, a person living in the inner city, we want to put you in a category. One of the things that I think is beautiful about your story is that you just don't fit a category, man. You do not fit into a single category. What is it like being an ambassador as a police officer to the community where, that people can relate to and just be so familiar with? What's that, what is that like? It's humbling. Um, but I'm a human being before I'm a police officer. I am um, a person that cares. I'm a person that wears a polo and a pair of blue jeans, right? And my badge doesn't identify me, but my heart does. Um, it, you know, when God put me on this huge platform, and I'll be quite honest, if you would have told me in the late 90s when I became a police officer that 20 years later I would have millions of people across the world watching what I do, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have thought something was wrong with you. But it happened, and, and I haven't questioned God. Although at some points um, and, and during this process of being so well-known, um, it, it's felt somewhat uncomfortable in a way because when my mom brought us up, it was to remain humble, never forget where you came from. And when you have that much attention on you from all across the world, there's some days that it's not that easy to follow what your mom taught you because there's all that attention um, can, can be a little distracting at times, but God has made sure that I've stayed the course, uh, that I remain humble. And my mom is still here today. And, uh, if I ever got too big for my britches, as she was to say, um, she still has that backhand. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, something else that I think is powerful right now, you know, I think all of us who work with the public, see that there's a lot of people hurting, a lot of people struggling. You know, there's been so much isolation and job loss and so so much pain. You know, for the people who maybe 
watching you and watching your life. What what do you what do you find as 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 being strength every day that just encourages you to keep pushing on and 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 doing what you do? With me, it's my faith. I'm so thankful to have faith and be a man of faith. Not only that, but uh, my family uh, and then my close friends. Um, on a broader scale, the community. Um, but but overall of that is just me having faith, having faith in God that God will um, wake me up every day and he will lead me down the path um, that I'm supposed to be on, that he will give me that heart, uh, that passion, that desire, and that fire to want to go out and, and, and make a difference. I knew as a teenager what my calling was. I knew then that I wanted to be there and help people. And my heart is is has remained the same. My heart has never switched up. But to get through hurt, and yes, Officer Norman hurts as well, it's my faith, and it's praying and knowing um, that I still have a reason to be here and I still have a purpose. That's good. You know, I think there's sometimes when we look at certain people, maybe even when people might look at you, they might say, well, his life, it's, you know, no wonder he's hes where he is. He's got all these people that 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 are following after him and he's got everything, but not every day is good, is it? What 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 do you do when you face when you face hard days? I pray. Um, I'll call my mom. Uh, I'll call my brother. I'll call my sisters. Or I'll call my wife. And there's also some people in the community that I've really became close to that aren't blood family, but they really are family. And, you know, I may just go sit on uh, someone's front porch and have coffee or tea with them and someone that I became close to in the community. Um some pioneers of the community can give you some of the best advice that you that you'll ever need. So, um, you know, I've learned that I can't fight this battle alone. Um, at one point I thought I probably could, but I can't do it by myself. I need God. I need my mom. I need my family. I need the community. Uh, and in return, they all have me. I've been there for people my entire life. It's, it's been pretty cool to see through the recent devastation that I've, I've dealt with that the world, my family, the community have picked me up and put me on their back and walk with me. Um, and they've helped me get to today. And, and I'm thankful that they'll help me get past today. Yeah, that's powerful. I know, I know the last um, short while has been some of the, probably the most difficult days of your life. And, and I know you've kind of touched on what's gotten you through those days, but, but, but what is, what is one of your motivations now, um, especially concerning your daughter? What is it that you want, that you want to accomplish with her memory, with, with her story? Um, what would you, what would you like to see happen come out of that? Well, first and foremost, through Alyssa's death, uh, you know, I want people to live. I want, mm. um, drug addicts to stop and think, um, because, the drugs are killing people. Uh, drugs took my daughter's life, and it's okay to ask for help. For people out there that maybe have someone in their family, son, daughter, brother, sister, or even a friend that's battling drug addiction, you can't give up on them. You've got to be there for them. Uh, you got to let them know that it's okay and encourage them to get help. Um, you know, 24 years of being a police officer and responding to calls where people have overdosed and people have passed away uh, every day I go home and it was never anyone close to me well on November the 17th of 2021 um, it did happen to me and it's something that has changed my life my life will never be the same before Alyssa passed away the life that I had then 
I'll never have it back because <clears throat> although she's not here in front of me right now, I know that she's in heaven with, with God and, and, and she's watching. And, and so a sense with Alyssa watching, I want to make sure that I'm living life the way God wants me to live it. I'm living life the way Alyssa wants her dad to live life. So the days that I get weak, I know that Alyssa's saying, Dad, don't do that. Get up. Get out there and do what you do in the community. And she knew how much her dad loved being involved in the community. And so um, she touches me every day. You know, I think that I think one of the things that that maybe our community is discovering is that drug addiction has a face. It's not just a statistic. It's a daughter. It's a son. It's it's a nephew. It's a cousin. And um, I think one thing that I've picked up from Alyssa is that, you know, the importance of the humanity of people, you know, that people, all people struggle. We all struggle with something. And um, sometimes those struggles are, are harder, you know, in some people's lives. But, but maybe, just maybe, if we were to see the faces of other people and could care for them and not see them as a, you know, it's, it's almost like the stigma of, of the, the criminal nature of, of drugs has, has stigmatized and caused us to ignore that it's, it's people, you know? Um, I think one of the things you bring to the table, um, and I think Alyssa brings to the table is it causes us, and, and I think it's because you're uniquely positioned, even as a police officer, is that it causes all of us to remember that, man, these are people. You know, and, and people matter, man. People matter, and, and they've all got a story. All of us have a story. All of us have some problems, but we all have a story. What is it that, that you find in life right now? What do you feel like is some of the most rewarding things you get to do? Um, be a part of changing people's lives, whether that's helping them get a job, encouraging them to go to school, uh, encouraging them to live another day. You know, being a police officer and not really just being a police officer alone, but being just a person that just – is just a, a fan of people having better lives is knowing that just you being there, you being that ear, you taking that time to sit and talk to someone, uh, you, you, you know, that's motivating to know that you did your part in changing your corner of the world. Uh, and I'll add that, you know, um, the last few months of Alyssa's life, she told me, daddy, I got this. She would say it every time we would go out and eat, we would talk, Daddy, I got this. She was baptized uh, back in July. And if you think about it, Alyssa, she did have this. She was, God was preparing her to take her back home. She got baptized. She was uh, at the Harbor Home um, where she was receiving help. And she told me, she's like, Dad, I'm in love with this man. And this man is God. All she could talk about was God. And she's like, it's, it's a love affair. So she had this relationship with God. Um, no doubt I know where she is right now, and she's with him. And, and so she's a part of my motivation to keep doing what I love to do all my life. Um, now, I'll be honest with you. You know, my heart did took a hit, my passion. Um, I was spending so much time in the community but with Alyssa's death, she, she would always say, Dad, you need to rest. You need to, you know, you're out there every day, you know, and she was concerned about my health. So I think one of the silver linings with Alyssa being gone is that I will still be in the community. I'm never going to leave them. Um, but it's kind of placed my priorities in a different, uh, different, I guess, category, so to speak. And so, um, as I said, she's still teaching me today, even not being right here in front of me. 
That's good. So good. <clears throat> For those who are struggling, maybe the parent that's out there that they have a kid and they're just trying to get them to turn the corner and it's just so hard. What, what would you, what would you tell them? What would the, what would be some encouragement that, that you would share with them? I would say, um, communication is very important not to give up on, um, uh, whoever the person is in your life that needs help. Sometimes it may be easier to give up, but that's not the right choice. Um, pray about it. Um, rely on your faith and just be an encourager. Uh, be that person that is positive and someone that tells that person, I love you, you're going to be okay, I'm going to walk with you, I'm going to be here for you. Um, you know, it's, it's so important. Um, I'm still learning. I'm still learning about addiction. Um, yes, I've been a police officer for almost 24 years, and yes, my daughter Alyssa um, passed away um, as a result of drug addiction, but I'm still learning every day. Um, the battles of drug addiction and the effects it can have on people's life. I mean, it's to be quite honest, um, you know, it kills people every day. Um, but to raise awareness, you know, I have this platform to get the word out to people, um, get help, um, you know, go to rehab. And, and I'll never know what it's like to be a drug addict. Um, but, but I want to be able to know more from other addicts, you know, when you talk about Jimmy McGill and what he's been able to accomplish, uh, I never thought that, that we would reconnect uh, in a way to where, you know, I'm speaking at an event and discussing, you know, my daughter's passing. It's just, it's still kind of all kind of hard to grasp in, in, in the process, but uh, I know that God is going to make sure that, it, um, you know, that he continues to use me to help save other people's lives. That's good. That is good. Can we pray with you? Yes, 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 yes. All right. Sorry, I hope I did all right. You, man, listen, you did better than all right. I mean, absolutely fantastic. Come right here. We're gonna pray with you. Come on. Come right. on. You just you mentioned when you pulled up that you had never been in this church. So come on. So, look at that. We can sit, we can give a look around if you got time, oh, this man. Is, uh, important. It's good stuff, man. Go. Come on up in here. In there, Brady. Lord, we just want to thank you for, for meeting us where we are, God. There's um, there's plenty of time, God, that we face things that are way bigger than we are, God. And we're grateful that we can lean into you and, and lean into your strength, God. I thank you for Tommy, God. I thank you for his testimony. I thank you for his life, Lord. And I just pray, as we just continue, Lord, we just continue to pray that you surround him with your strength. And every day, God, I pray, Lord, that he might be met with you in a real tangible way. And God, the peace that, that you promise us that just passes understanding, God, will be his, Lord. Thank you for Alyssa's life, God. I thank you for her testimony. I thank you for, God, what she's taught all of us, Lord. We are all um, transformed uh, and been changed because of her testimony in her life. And so thank you for these things that you've given us, Lord. And, and thank you for the promise of a future, God. We know that this life isn't the end of it, that you have a, a story that goes well beyond this. Lord, we love you. We thank you for everything. But more than anything, we thank you for Jesus. We offer this prayer. We give you thanks. Name. Man, I appreciate you. Man, I appreciate you. You have no idea. You have no idea, man. To be able to talk about it, it does help. So, yeah. Thanks.